And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Matters, the half-hour program where you work on your business rather than in it. My name is Alexi Boyd. I am your trusted small business advocate and lover of all things admin. As my regular listeners will know, we are passionate about helping small businesses grow, flourish, get through their compliance issues, learn, educate, network, all things small business, really. And it is a minefield. There's a lot of things to try and get your head around as a small business owner, particularly if you're starting out. And today's guest is um, here to help us with one of the fantastic government programs that are out there to support small business. Now, these programs have been running for many years. Um, They come under the banner of um, one of the state government uh, funding modules. And luckily, that funding continues, which is great, which is great news for small business because quite often we are hit with lots of compliance. We're hit with lots of issues. We um, have obviously financial issues, cash flow issues, education, understanding, and there's not a lot of help out there. But there is a lot of help if you know where to look. And that's what today's program is all about. So I'd like to welcome Matt from Realise Business. And um, Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about Realise Business first? And where where do you help people? How does that extend? How far do you go? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Morning, Alexi. Uh, Realise Business is a non-for-profit organisation. Uh, I've been with them uh, since uh, the beginning of this calendar uh, year. We essentially have a few funded programs from the federal and state government. Oh, it's federal too? Uh, we have ASPAS, we have uh, the Business Connect program, oh, awesome. and we get a little bit of funding from councils, depending on uh, uh, when and we need them. The whole idea is I, I work mainly in the Biz Connect program from uh, the Department of Industry, New mm-hmm. South Wales. Uh, we have a qualified team of business advisors, coaches, trainers. We deliver pretty much an affordable and credible uh, business advice to small business whole idea of the program really is to assist any small business in any area they may have a concern, whether it's starting, growing, uh, or it's particular areas of concern in the business, cash flow. It can be a, a multitude of, uh, of uh, sort of uh, problems that they might be looking to have solved. Well, like just before that, when we were having a chat between uh, before the break, you were talking a little bit about, say, for example, um, you know, when when they have difficulties with uh, cash flow and how to outsource. Is that maybe an example of way the ways in which you guys help people, helping to understand how to outsource to contractors, for example? Well, exactly. We deliver general business advice, and uh, a lot of my clients uh, do tend to look at their cash flow, uh, one to see if it can help them grow, see if uh, they have the available. Uh, uh, resources to grow their business with their cash flow, seeing how that impacts on their business. One of the main things in starting a business is always setting out uh, through your business planning how your cash flow will operate over the first 12 months because the first 12 months invariably are the most difficult Mm -hmm. to start a business. Mm -hmm, Indeed. And and what's um, interesting, you were saying before about the state and federal funding. So it's a bit of a, it's a not-for-profit and you've got all these consultants that come together. Do you sort of picture yourselves as business coaches mostly or well yeah we do coaching mentoring we give general business advice we do a lot of networking Mm, and you've got Uh, those workshops as well which we have three workshops uh, that we currently do one's really to business essentials which is essentially if you're thinking about starting a business Mm. um, we go through all the planning in regards to getting your business up and running we also have a grow your business workshop we also uh, and that's mainly involved in after you've got through that initial attender st- startup uh, uh, 
area. The whole what am I doing exactly. <laughs> phase. <laughs> the, okay, I've got an idea, I've got a widget, and I think it's going to work. Now what phase? Research. Yeah, the research <laughs> phase. Yeah, exactly, exactly. First of all, with any, any intender, uh, the main thing is to make sure that you've researched uh, to make sure, one, you've got a, a market out there for what you're trying to sell or, or what product or service you're, you're putting out to the uh, general public. So we always recommend that you do a fair amount of research, qualitative and quantitative, mm-hmm. and, and also understand what that research data is telling you. Mm. So before you really start a business, making sure that there is a market out there. I mean, if there's already competition in what you want to do, so that can nearly uh, be a guideline for you uh, to say, yes, there is a market. Mm. And then how do you enter that market? So those workshops actually sound quite fabulous because you're you're grouping them into the different phases of business. So you've got the startup, which is where you're just fumbling around trying to work out how to register your name and all that sort of stuff, the growth phase, and then I guess um, the, the the next phase, what, what do you call well, the Well, actually, one? the third one is more about the marketing because yeah. the marketing's always ongoing. Mm. Um, and as it, most people know these days, it's not just uh, the normal state marketing, print, etc. It's A lot of it's digital. Mm. A lot of it's uh, through social media. Seven different touch points, what we about yeah, here on Small Biz. Absolutely. And if you're not utilising the right ones mm. for what your service or product are, it can really affect your sales. And it's interesting what you're saying about service or product there, because I think the great thing about these workshops that you do is that um, it really doesn't matter too much about what category your business is in or what it is that you provide, the service, the product, the widget. At the end of the day, the fundamentals of business planning, the fundamentals of business growth and networking and marketing, pretty much all just it's, it's the same. Everyone's just kind of, not that you don't want to think outside the box, but at the same time, you really do have to understand those basics. Well, the basics always set up a good structure. It's groundwork. Once you've got that structure in place, uh, you tend to find that it's easier moving your business forward. So if you have got the right uh, structure in place for uh, strategy of marketing or the strategy of your cash flow to make sure that your margins are bringing in enough uh, pro- uh, profit so you can consistently grow your business. Uh, if you've got your right human resources, making sure that you've got the right roles for the people that you need, uh, you've employed uh, appropriate to what your business needs are. Um, all these are part of the groundwork in setting the business up. And you are right, it, all business has that same sort of uh, quality that they need to put put that And we've also we've got the same compliance issues as well. We all have to make sure that we're sort of ticking the right boxes and doing things appropriately to the gods yeah. of, of ATO and, and fair work. <laughs> uh, so a quick question, just... Let, take me through the process, as it were. If you were a small business owner, again, not, mat- not mattering what type of business you are. Oh, before I take that, small business, can you please define it for me? Because well, it depends who I've got sitting in that chair as to what small business is. But yeah. in your terms, okay. realise business, who is a small business owner? Well, technically, it can go on the number of people in your business or mm-hmm. the amount of uh, income that's derived from your business. Mm-hmm. So. We tend to think of, let's say, and this is not, this is a generalisation, but ten million dollars. Um, that's why the government may. Would, wouldn't that be nice, everyone? Mm-hmm. In, sales. That, in sales. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Uh, so that's where the government uh, tends to, I believe, look at with their tax rates for for business uh, as a small business. 
Uh, so, you know, it can vary. I, I mean, if it can be a company to up to 30 people that can be considered a small business. Mm. Otherwise, there's, of course, the new, the new version, which is micro, which, yes. is, which is more uh, sort of aimed at your single... Single to five, yeah. five employees, generally speaking, uh, turnover probably under $2 million. Mm-hmm. And the micro, some micros have been running very successfully, very profitably for numerous years and, you know, they like to keep it that way. And I imagine that's mostly the people that you would be working with at a, a place like Realised Business or do you work with people all the way up we to... We sort of vary. Mm. Um, look, we do start with intenders mm-hmm. uh, and then we will work with businesses that have been operating for quite some time. So what, did you, what was that word you use? Intenders? Yeah, intenders. Oh, so I you're looking at looking at starting your business um, but you haven't actually... Uh, made any sales yeah so you're intending to put that business structure uh looking at uh, what compliances you may need uh putting together insurances that will cover you mm. uh, making sure that you've done your uh, vision planning uh put together a bit of a marketing strategy looking at what your cost of sales are going to be your margins going to be that can all be done Research. before you research, 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 research. That's that's to see if there's a market there for you in the first place. But uh, so yeah, and that what tend we tend to think is an intender mm-hmm. uh, because they actually haven't really started sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no income coming in from the business yet, and so we would help them. And that's good for a starter uh, start a business workshop uh, because if they haven't uh, started their business at that stage, this is all good knowledge to put together before they start the business because a lot of people tend to think oh that's a lot of hard work and maybe being employed is a better option yeah it's good to good to know what you've got in the road ahead of you i suppose yeah and the first year is invariably difficult yes as we all remember and re- we remember well so with the you have people come and approach you and and you've mentioned the workshops as, a, as an op- opportunity for education are those workshops free uh, the workshops are forty nine dollars. They go for three to four hours. You oh, do get a takeaway. Uh, the the uh, and we hold them all over Eastern Sydney. That's really from uh, Cronulla all the way up to Hornsby Plus, out to uh, uh, Palm Beach. Uh, so you draw a line at Parramatta. Well, and then we you don't go, go everything out. To yeah, the right. Well, we don't go out as far as Parramatta. No, um, we're more the Eastern Sydney side of uh, seaboard. Yes. The seaboard side. Well, sort of the seaboard. sunny side. I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> They're not too hot side. So someone approaches you. Um, they've got a small business. They might be at the point where they're at the in- intention, intender phase, or they've been operating as quite successfully or perhaps not so successfully. So someone comes into your office and they come in. And w- what's the process that someone goes through with the realised business system? And this is remembering everyone that this is a subsidised system by the state slash federal government to support small business. So I walk into your office uh, what's the process? Well, the first process is that we register uh, with the Business Connect program. Uh, and that's that state-based, isn't it? That's the, under a, the Small it's Business it's Commissioner? New South Wales uh, Department of Industry. Awesome. Uh, thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Matt thing? It's just a bit where we go, thanks, Matt. Keep that funding going, Matt. Yes, go on. Um, and it's like uh, it used to be, uh, there used to be uh, Small Biz Connect, and this is sort of morphed into the Business Connect program now, mm-hmm. which is uh, rolled out at the beginning of this year. whole idea is really uh, for intenders, if they want to come in and uh, uh, discuss with a business advisor on how to start a business, they can certainly come to us. They can either go through our uh um, website at Realise Business and register there. They can also go through um, 
There are other websites, New South Wales Department of Industry website, that they can find their Business Connect, local business advisor, um, and they can register via that mode. Always telephone us if they wish, uh, and even come in if they wish. And what we'll do, we'll uh, organise a free consultation to discuss an immediate, what their immediate business concerns are. Mm. And uh, from there, we will uh, put a few actions together for them to take away. And if they'd like to re-engage, we can certainly help them. Now, I went forward. through this process with you, Matt. I'm going to put myself out there okay. and say that I, I did. I sat down with you and we had a, we had a good um, couple of hours chat. And it was, I think what was quite refreshing about it is that although you really didn't know my business at all, apart from maybe doing some pre-research, there was a lot of information that came that I felt was really applicable. So oh, I always nice. feel quite cynical with these things that you're going to sit down, you're going to get this broad umbrella conversation where they're going to go, yeah, you need to think about this, you need to think about this, but there's no real tailoring to that specific business's needs. And let's face it, every small business is so particular and so different. But I found that with the way that you sat down with me, it was quite... Um, it, it helped me quite specifically. So I guess one of the skills is being a good listener to be in a position oh, Without of, of a that. doubt, mm. being a good listener, understanding what, or trying to find out what the immediate concerns of the business are. It's the first thing I usually do when I'm sitting down with uh, my clients because I, 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 I believe that is immediate concern. That's an immediate worry. And uh, look, I try and find out what's keeping those people up at three o'clock stressed about their business. So they're the immediate things I'd like to find out about and see if we can uh, help with solutions in regards to that uh, through general business advice. We'd also, um, uh, and then we may put some actions together, mm. see if they can resolve those issues. And that might be a, a short term or a little bit longer term, depending on the type of issue it is. Uh, it all depends on Every business I've, I've found is different. And even though there is models and, uh, and casts set for that, essentially every business is different and every problem in that business is different. Even if they're the cafes, it could be different location, different pricing, different supply chain. It always depends on what that immediate issue is and I always find it's different from any other business. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, it is a good service that you provide. And when we come back after the break, I'd actually like to get you to talk a little bit about some specific case studies of ways that you've um, assisted businesses to really grow or perhaps save them from completely becoming dead ducks. You are listening to Small Biz Matters on Triple H 100.1 FM. We will be back after this short community service announcement. Matt, Matt from Realise Business is my guest today. There's loads happening in our um, in our leafy North Shore area when it comes to business. It's just about people finding out about it, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, I've got to turn you on. That would help. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what's really great, I think. We have... We have a wonderful business community. It's something that makes the North Shore, I think, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm not, I, I'm not a North Shore girl. I grew up in Bondi. But when I came up here, I found the community to be much more welcoming, much more supportive. Um, people are happy to share their experiences. And like I said at the beginning of my business journey a few years ago, anyone is happy to sit down with you and have a chat over a cup of coffee. If you say to anyone out there that you meet at a networking night or perhaps if you say to them, you know what? I'd love to get your advice. Would you mind sitting down and I'll buy you a cup of coffee? I've never heard anyone say no. And I think that's really lovely. It is lovely. One of the main things also for a lot of businesses is that they don't, the owners don't have 
anybody they can talk to. They don't bring their work home. They um, don't have anyone within the business to talk to because they're employees and they want to talk at that ownership level. So uh, having an advisor to come and voice what they're thinking uh, sometimes is really, we find, or they find, uh, is really uh, beneficial for them. Uh, Just a sounding board, really? Well, exactly. Just a sounding board. And to be quite honest, it's sometimes, you know, it's very hard to find that. Uh, A lot of our clients um, I've seen over the years, they love to sit down and just voice what's in their head about their business where they fear that there's no fear. They can um, also hopefully get good general business advice on top of that. Mm, That's right. And that's something interesting that there are there are organisations out there that are specific to your needs, say a professional association, for example. But I'm going to put myself out there and say that as a bookkeeper with Boyd Office Management Services, proud supporters of Triple H, when 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 I go to those bookkeeping meetings, I find it really intimidating. So yeah. regardless of how successful I am, you look around you and you say, "Guys, people in the room here have been doing this for decades," and I don't feel comfortable asking even specific bookkeeping questions because I feel that I might be judged. Now, that's not the case because they're lovely and it's, you know, it takes a few years before you go, you know what, these people are nice, everyone's going to help me out, it's going to be fine. But in the beginning, those professional associations that are there to support you can be a little bit intimidating. So it's good to have an outside expert. And, and like we were saying in the beginning of the show, issues affecting small business are across the board. It doesn't matter what you do, what you supply, what widget you do for your customers. Oh, that's exactly right. And one of the things is that we give general business advice. So at any stage, if we see that they need specialised, our clients need specialised services, we would uh, ask them uh, to engage with one, whether it be an IP lawyer or a, a tax accountant. Mm, insurance. Uh, insurance. It's a big it's, one. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, so they could maybe get a broker to help them with their insurance to now, find out what kind of insurance Now, you don't recommend specific people, do you? We don't um, generally recommend specific uh, businesses. We do have a directory on our website uh, through our Realised Business website that if they need specialised services, it might be a particular web designer you need, they can go through that directory and find uh, perhaps the particular service or product they need. Mm-hmm. But we, yes, we don't. Um, it's general. We don't. Uh, we say you may need an IP lawyer. If you'd like to look at our directory, there are a few on there, but also, you know, you might like to find one out in the general public. Mm. So one of the things that you provide is obviously, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, that, that engagement with outside people. You said, I think you said something great before we started, which was, if you don't like doing it, don't do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, quite fairly straightforward and, I think and most, simple, most, isn't it? Most businesses, um, you've got to have a bit of a passion for all of the service or, or, or the product that you want to uh, uh, bring to the market. But you don't have to have a passion for law, like co- contract law, or you don't have to have a passion for bookkeeping. That's exactly like crazy right. Crazy people like us. And one of the things, um, you know, one of the things with a lot of my clients that I find is when we go through their SWOT analysis, uh, one of the things they don't like doing is usually the financials, and so. Uh, even though they believe they can do it, a lot of the time I might recommend that they outsource that. So, mm. uh, you know, it's it, it, because that makes it, it takes that burden off um, off, off them so they can focus more on their business and even in their business than trying to do something that they're not skilled up to do. Mm. So take me through the process um, of, of someone engaging with you. They come either come to the office. Now, you come to them, don't you? You, you go yes. all over the east side of Sydney. Yeah, we, we can actually, um, depending where you are, I, I, I predominantly work on the northern shores of uh, Sydney, northern beaches, but we have business advisors uh, in the city 
uh, out to Canterbury and Ryde, etc., also down south, down uh, to Cronulla. Mm-hmm. And we have offices all around where people can come to us. On the northern beaches, we've uh, got one uh, at Brookvale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have also uh, for the North Shore at Crowsness, we've got office that they may like to come just up the road from St Leonard Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one in the city on Oxford Street. We have offices in Kirrawee for the south. And uh, we have, I, I believe, uh, an office out at Canterbury as well. Mm-hmm. But we do go to our clients if they wish. So, so you meet with them, you go out to their business perhaps, and is it a, a real sort of they show you around or is it sort of more of a casual conversation where they sit with you and tell them oh, that's a good the question. concerns? A lot of them prefer to meet outside of their business because um, they might have a few employees and they like to take mm. it outside. Good point. Uh, some like to meet at their business so you can look at uh, what their needs are inside their business. This was not that long ago I was at one of the businesses and we looked at their location. They were thinking of moving, so we it was important that I had a look at their location to find out uh, all the information before giving any advice. Uh, but, yeah, and the first process, once again, is to sit down and find out what their immediate needs are. So with this uh, particular uh, client, one of their immediate needs was they'd like to expand in another location. So we looked at the prospect of doing that. And of course, you know, we all love the the idea of moving. So I can't imagine trying to move or expand a business into different premises. That would be very tricky. Well, it's very costly as well. Mm. Um, uh, relocating can be one. Uh, it can be a large cost to the business, and it might be spread over a few years to realise that return. So, depending on where they're moving, depending if that move to where they'd like to move is going to generate better business for them. Mm. Uh, research. So, research. <laughs> <laughs> Understand your market. Yes. And do you ever assist people with um, perhaps winding down a business? Perhaps it's a family business they're looking to sell. Is that, is that something you would assist with as well? We certainly do. We always look at um, what, what stage of business a lot of people are at. Mm-hmm. Some are looking for a five-year plan to wind down their business. And depending on how they do, if it's key man, it might be difficult. Uh, so we look at solutions perhaps to uh, selling their business key man. It might be a... Could trans- you just describe, sorry, to people who are listening what key man means? Well, for example, if you had, um, let's say, a landscape gardener that uh, has a small staff of, let's say, six, but they've been running the business for 25 years and they like to move out. But all those clients are really... Uh, acknowledge the owner of the business and that's why the work is coming in. Now, when that person decides to sell, uh, it, it makes it very difficult because they're lose, the clients are losing their contact essentially and so I call that key man. So you put in maybe a transitional uh, process to uh, sell the business and that might be through a 2IC, a person who was uh, heading up to second in charge to the owner and oh, it depends on you know what strategies you can use. But yes, we absolutely look at businesses that might be looking at selling, might be even dissolving. So mm. you know, or perhaps I'm passing on to to the the younger generation if well, they're lucky yeah, enough to have that. Keeping it in the family as well, you know, help family. re-educate. Keeping it in the family. It's <laughs> <laughs> one like technique practice. So that, that's an example of, of the way that you guys would assist with um, a business transitioning. What about businesses that are really struggling and this might be the first time they've really engaged with any sort of business support or business coaching? Um, what are the pro- What's the process you would take them through? First of all, we'd look at, once again, the immediate needs. Is it a cash flow problem 
or is it a marketing problem or is it a staffing problem or is it a location problem? It all depends on which kind of um, concern it mainly is. I mean, a lot of people, I was just out at a client that uh, location-wise, they thought it was difficult, but then we put solutions to that location, looking at tapping into the general market around there instead of... Uh, looking at the market broader. Mm. And, so are uh, you talking about actually engaging with people quite close to them to oh, see if absolutely. they can become customers? Looking at how they can become customers mm. in that uh, five kilometre radius, for example. It all depends on what kind of business you are doing. If it's a business that's more online, then uh, your markets doesn't need to be in a certain radius. But if it's let's say selling pizzas, for example, well, then it has to be in a certain radius so, and that's where your clientele are going to come from. So it depends on what kind of service you're offering or what kind of product. But overall, we we tend to look at uh, what the immediate need. Mostly it's cash flow, especially if they want to grow the business. Do you think it's because people are, are no good at, at... They don't understand their books and they don't. They look at their bank balance and they think that, that means cash flow. Is there a little bit of education involved uh, in I that? think there's a lot of education in... Look, financials usually is the most difficult area for a lot of businesses. They they are very good at knowing uh, their their service or their product, but uh, the, the cash flow side of the business is, is one area that they're not skilled in. And so putting together a couple of strategies to help them understand it in their terms... Uh, because everybody reads accounts and cash flow differently. So putting it in the way they can understand it, they can read, and then giving them targets to say this is where you need to be at if you want to grow your business. These are the margins that you're making from your business. Uh, This is a capital you would need to perhaps stock up to grow your business as well, Uh, making sure you've got enough in your marketing and sales to... to, um, take it to the market if you've got a new product for example Mm. so it can be varied one of the things i I like to teach um, my clients is is to really teach them how to read their profit and loss statement because a lot of times uh, i'm just thinking before i ran my own practice and my husband and i would um you'd just get these reports spat out at you by your accountant which you never really sat down and understood and therefore, year after year after year, you'd go on and you wouldn't really see um, the movement because you're not you're not reading your financials properly. Do you think that that's quite an important component? Is oh, is I understanding think that's a that? Very important component. I think if you just start with the profit and loss, yeah, it's a really good point point gives, to start at. Gives um, perhaps a monthly snapshot of where your business is, mm. and and. And That's every program does that. Important. Every program can do it. Even your yeah. basic Excel spreadsheet can do it. Absolutely. You know? Most most um, popular programs can do that very well if you're using Excel and you know how to use Excel. I even uh, at times say, if you're not very good on computers, just bring a manual ledger and put your columns through for your expenses and your sales. And then at the end of every month, calculate them. Hmm. Um, very basic model to begin with. Uh, uh, and so that gives you a clear picture every month on your sales and on all your expenses. I think it's really important as well for businesses to understand those those top of those um, words that are bandied about a little bit by, by financial advisors or, or people who are giving them advice, things like margin, uh, you know, gross profit, net profit, yeah. what is a balance sheet, what, yeah. where are your oh, liabilities? Look, that, that's absolutely right. A lot of people, when they, a lot of people don't even know what items should be on a balance sheet to a profit and loss. Mm. Um, but essentially, if you've got a uh, product, you will have gross, uh, gross profit and that's generally sales, less uh, your cost of sales. That's right. And then you have your overheads, which would be your insurances, utilities, sales, salaries, 
uh, utilities, superannuation, superannuation, etc. They're all your overheads. And at the end of that, you take that off, then you get your net profit. And then you look at that month on month. That's right. And I think what's important as well is to understand how certain expenses should or should not be affecting your profit, for example. So if you look at advertising, there should be a very direct link from, say, one month's worth of advertising to perhaps the following month's sales. <laughs> and if it's not working for You'd you... You'd like it to work that yeah, way. Yeah, that, that should be an improvement. that return on investment through exactly. your marketing budget is one of the most difficult areas to, to realise. But if you know which columns to look at and which numbers to look at month on month, then you kind of go, well, you know what, it's, it's just not working. I'm not making my money back. I'm not doing that return on investment. Yeah. Therefore, it's, it's probably a little bit well, of a waste of time. True. But one of the things is also in marketing, it might be a uh, two-month delay until it kicks in. So the expense was done two months prior to the actual sales coming in, and that's because of the awareness of that marketing program that you're putting, strategy that you're putting out to uh, the market. Uh, so that might not be... You might need to do that over a six-month period instead of a, uh, a two-month period mm. because it might take that time for uh, the marketing strategies, campaigns, etc., to generate those sales. But obviously, you're always looking at what your budgets were set for that particular year for marketing and uh, making sure that you keep close to them um, because that comes down to your profit and loss at the end. One of, the, one of the major, uh, well, it's just just recently, uh, I was looking at uh, a person who was looking at buying a business and got the five years of profit and loss with no balance sheets. And the profit and loss, uh, it was very interesting. Um, all the capital had been written off. So when I was, we were looking at that, uh, the obvious, uh, uh, obvious point there was that when the business was going to be bought, a whole new load of tooling and manufacturing need to be bought with it is uh, because it all been written, um, it all been uh, depreciated. Yeah, it's not going to be very viable then so, as a sale. Well, it can be, but it, it just needs to make sure that it's got that included, that mm. uh, the manufacturing and tooling needs to be uh, purchased because it's been depreciated. So these kind of things in selling and buying a business are, are quite important as well when reading it. But there was no balance sheets and until you get those balance sheets and uh, also... Uh, you, you, your stock takes and, of course, your depreciation schedules, it's hard to determine. Mm. And all of these things a really good accountant would be able to assist you with, definitely. But I think um, it, it's important to engage with someone like Realise Business or perhaps uh, someone who assists businesses with buying and selling really at that point to make sure. And a legal team as well. We had, um, we had someone from Keypoint Law come on the show last week talking about it's probably one of the most important times to engage with a contractual lawyer is when you're doing buying and selling because you, you their handshake sales are just fraught with danger, not just immediately and but years down the track. we always recommend that uh, if you are doing that um, to absolutely engage with the legal profession in, in the contracts of sale, etc. And also, even if you're looking at doing contracts with supply chains and contracts with clients, uh, we recommend that and employees, uh, certainly, and employees. Yeah. you recommend that uh, you make sure that you have legal advice in regards to those contracts. Because let's not forget, as small business owner, the buck stops with us pretty uh, much with liability. everything. Yep. <laughs> pretty much with everything. Okay, well, look, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Matthew. It's been absolutely fabulous. We've learned a lot about Realised Business. Now, just tell me how people can find out about you. Okay, Realised Business, you can go to our website, Realised uh, dot business 
uh, well, it's www.realise.business. Um, you can also call call us on the... Uh, I don't have the phone number in front of me, unfortunately. <laughs> this magical thing called the internet. It's fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also contact me through my email address, matt, M-A-T-T, at realise.business. And uh, you can call me on 0418870103. Just a quick reminder that we can come out to you if you can't make it because we understand there are certain times that businesses just can't leave their business. Mm, indeed. Look, it's a great service. So thank you very much again to the um, the federal and state government for providing this. And look, guys, it's a free service. Make the most of it. This is, this is one of those opportunities. Um, and you get four hours for free, which is wonderful uh, with uh, talking to someone like Matt, who's, who's an expert in these things, as we've heard today. So if you've missed any of today's show, you can, of course, uh, listen to the podcasts via the smallbizmatters.com.au website. All of our blogs and podcasts are there and available. And of course, um, um, make sure that you sign up to our event calendar uh, to find out about the latest events that are happening on the North Shore of Sydney. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show again, Matt. Thanks very much, Alexis. I really enjoyed it. Make sure you get in touch with um, Realise Business if you want to access those free services. You've been listening to Triple H 100.1 FM. This is Small Biz Matters. I will see you all next week at 9am for some more great information for small business. Enjoy your week, everyone. <laughs>